0: Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Thanks for jumping on board with us. It seems that from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think, live, and make decisions. And when even the experts sound convincing, but they disagree... How do we cut through the noise? Well, when information overload leaves us frustrated, how do we sift through it all and choose what actually governs our lives? Our leadership here at Grace has been very passionate about this. We've been processing it. We've been praying about it, and uh, we want to offer this resource to help navigate some of today's most pressing topics and questions. Jeff, how's it going today? Good. How are you? (laughs) Good, man. It's good to see you for once. I, <laughs> I know.
1: It's been a couple weeks.
0: No, it's really good. Um, I'm excited to kind of dive into today. This will be a little bit unique in that um, if you've been listening with our mixed messages here in the past, we have talked, I don't know, four, five, six different political topics over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are. We're we're a week, less than a week away from the election. Uh, a lot of us are pretty passionate about that. A lot of us kind of have um, a lot of emotional chips, so to speak, kind of yep. uh, riding on uh, this season. Season, and we kind of want to just talk through, Jeff, <laughs> where does our citizenship lie? I think that that's something that really kind of sticks with a lot of us, that we kind of want to almost buy in completely to all yeah. that's going on in our p- political landscape right now. Like, how do we start to navigate that as a follower of Christ?
1: You know, I, it's a fantastic question, um, and and I think it's a really, really important conversation. And. You know, here on mixed messages, we're we're not going to talk politics forever, right? right? So we have other subjects lined up. We'll, I think, we'll talk about end times. Yeah, time we, got some, stuff. we got some questions we'll, lined up, and yeah, yeah absolutely, all, all kinds of things. But we can't escape this right now. Right. And as a Christ follower, um, you know, we're always in this tension of I want to be an active and responsible citizen of the world that I live in, but my ownership, my heart is in a different place. I was looking at um, Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Paul says, But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, in verse 21, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that we will be like his glorious body. And so, Paul. Uh, hits a couple of things that are super important in that passage. Of course, you can work the whole chapter if you want to, but uh, our citizenship is in heaven, Uh and as a citizen of heaven, it is Christ's power that transforms. Uh, He will transform our bodies one day. At the end of time, we'll either be raptured or we'll be um, raised again, from, from the dead, and our bodies will be glorified like Jesus' was after he uh, left the tomb. Uh, but he will also, the Bible says, he will make all things new. So one day there will be a new heaven and a new earth, and just like Christ spoke the heavens and the earth into existence that we inhabit today, mm-hmm. he will speak again, right, and, and create again in those ways. And so all of that plays into the mindset of a Christ follower. And if I just started to pick that apart a little bit, I would start with just this idea that my citizenship is in heaven, uh, my loyalties are in heaven, my identity is in heaven, and the, 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 the place that informs my worldview is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And I think as Christ followers, that is hugely important. We have a earthly citizenship, right? So we're uh, most of us listening are, are citizens of the United States of America, right? Uh, um, so we have that earthly citizenship. In that citizenship is culture, is all kinds of social norms, all kinds of things that we would think of and we would we would lock on to. But our true, when we are born again, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm an American citizen, most of us, because we were born one. Yep. But I'm born again into Christ, and I'm born again into the Spirit, and I have my heavenly citizenship now is my citizenship of birth. Mm-hmm. And that's a really, really important thing. So what that means is this. Everything that's patriotic... Everything that draws me to my culture, everything that where I would look and say maybe the constitution means a lot to me or the flag means a lot to me or those kind of things, all of that is originated from our place of birth, mm-hmm. right? So, it, my Heidi is Brazilian, she has a dual citizenship. So, when we go to Brazil, she's a citizen, I'm not her feelings about Brazil and the flag and the soccer team and the national anthem are completely different than mine Mm -hmm. because the culture reinforces it. Uh, Her norms where she was raised reinforces it. Those norms are tied to your loves and your passions, right? So I don't feel any of that. I love Brazil. If you ever want to hang out with some of the funnest people on planet Earth, (laughs) right? So I love Brazil, Um, I appreciate Brazil. They are my favorite international soccer team, like bar none. So all that kind of stuff. But like, if they tried to rally me to the flag, I'd Mm -hmm. be like, well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't belong here, right? Well, the cause is really, really worthy. I don't even know if I'd argue with you about that. But I mean, I'm like, it's just not. I don't belong here, right? Now Heidi would feel that way to a degree with her North American citizenship, she has both, Mm -hmm. right? So to a degree, she's going to feel that differently than I'm going to feel that, right? And so that's important. One of the other things that happens in our citizenship is that we learn the story of our culture through it, right? So it's as fascinating as as a North American born and raised... The story of my culture is very, very uh, positive. Be I mean, like, look at us. We broke free from a tyrannical, tyrannical regime. Uh, look at us. We won a revolutionary war. We shouldn't have won. God must be on our side in that. Uh, look at us. Uh, we overcame uh, slavery. There was a civil war. We shed blood. Man, isn't that amazing? We we, we had victory over that stain of sin in our life look at us we're uh, back-to-back world war champs you know (laughs) so like i'm gonna i'm gonna view everything through that lens because it's going to be taught to me that way now if i'm not a citizen of the united states and i don't have those norms in that background i'm probably going to be I might be negative, but I probably am going to be, like, objective, right? So the story of the Revolutionary War would be told differently in England. Sure would. Like, there was an ungrateful bunch of spoiled brats that they thought they could live without us, and we had blessed. Like, that's going to be the story. Uh, The story of slavery— um, if you talk to almost any minority, they're not going to say that story wrapped up in 1865, right? They'll be like, yeah, there was a Civil War. That was a, you know, praise God that, that uh, we abolished slavery. Um, there's more to that story. A little bit. Right? So suddenly what happens is you, like, the American way is the best way we believe in democracy, well, then why are we disrupting this government over here that elected somebody, but we don't like them, Mm -hmm. right? So all of that is tied in the way that I hear that and the way that I interact with that and, and the way that I respond to that, the way that affects me emotionally, the way that I value it or invest myself into it is tied to my citizenship. I was birthed. I have an identity, I have a story, I have a take, and therefore I move in a certain direction, right? Mm -hmm. Then what happens is this, my North American citizenship, which I value Uh and I'm grateful for, informs my interaction with every other culture, right? So I am an American, so I have an American mindset. So I would go to Brazil and I would be like, you guys should do this right. That's the problem, right? Because I have a a norm, we would go to Chad Africa, you and I have been there together, and we'd be like, you know how you guys should organize this, Mm -hmm. right? My citizenship of birth informs my outlook on the rest of my worldview. Okay? With me so far? Absolutely. Yep. This is all easier with a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys just kind of get uh, put a circle in your the whiteboard of your brain that says North American citizenship, right? And then put arrows floating out. It informs. Here's the issue for the Christ follower. I've been reborn. Oh. I'm born again, not of flesh, but of spirit. So when I'm reborn, I'm born into a different citizenship. And all of the culture and all of the story and all of the perspective of my heavenly citizenship is what is to inform all of my worldview. My North American citizenship informs my worldview. We can't even help it. It's not even, it's it's not good, it's not bad, it just is, Uh right? It's Uh how we are raised. When I'm reborn, my heavenly citizenship now informs every aspect of my life. The story, uh, my heart pulls, the anthems, so to speak, right? The Mm -hmm. flag, so to speak, right? It informs all of that. And part of what it informs is my earthly citizenship, so everybody listening, you know, get the, get that mental image in your mind. There's a circle that says North America. There's a circle that says Jesus. What I always am fearful of and what I think happens a lot is our North Americanism informs our heavenly citizenship instead of vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I asked this question today. I have a Bible study. By the way, it's uh, it's only for men. Sorry, ladies. Uh, but it's a, a place where guys can gather, but it's, it's Tuesdays at 7 o'clock. Uh, if you're in Akron here, it's at our Gent Road building down in the community room. So I was talking to those guys. There's about 80 or 100 of us that gather every week. And um, online, You can get it on Zoom, too, online or in the room there. And, and uh, I was talking to them, and I said... I said, guys, I said, if if we went to church in China, and we walked in the church there, and the church was draped in, America, in, in uh, Chinese flags, what would we assume? <laughs> what would you assume, Joe? I'll make you guinea pig. Well,
0: gosh, I mean— so, you just asked the guy who uh, oversees our global missions effort. So, <laughs> I might have a slightly biased <laughs> uh, understanding, but my gut reaction would be why on earth do you have all this Chinese stuff here uh, decorating the church? Like, this is not what the church is. The church is more than China. Like, I'm a part of the church. What are you doing that for? Yeah. Like, that would be my gut reaction.
1: And, and I think that's absolutely right. I, I would, a lot of the guys said, we would assume. The Chinese government government ran that church, mm. right? Yeah, that's good too. If I if I went into a church in Russia or Iran, a Christian church, and and there were Iranian or Russian flags, you would you'd be like, well, the government must be here. Mm-hmm. Now I remember getting in trouble for taking the American flag out of our auditorium years ago. Yep. Right and and the issue the 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 people who were mad at me said this they said are you anti-american and i i looked and i said well no why would you think that well the flag belongs at the church N- no it doesn't I, I mean i'm not i'm i'm i don't think the flag is evil i don't think the i think that i love the flag i fly the flag but i'm like y- you guys are equating your earthly citizenship to your heavenly citizenship. The idea that you would look and say that the proper place to display loyalty to America is the Church of Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I, I looked, and I had this conversation with people. I'm like, mm-hmm. I am way pro yep. um, the flag, super grateful for where I live, Always a big deal with Veterans Day and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like, wait a minute. To be an American is not to be a Christ follower, and to be a Christ follower is not to be an American. And the wrong citizenship is informing the other.
0: I had a really awkward experience one time. So when I was in college, um, I was surrounded by internationals. Uh, My my roommate's girlfriend was from another country. Uh, All of our uh, hallmates across, I mean, like, we were surrounded by folks that weren't natural born United States citizens. And um, we were also, a lot of us, we were in some discipleship groups together. So really helping each other learn how to follow Christ. Well, one day we were able to uh, enjoy a religious experience together. There was kind of a a worship service of sorts. And it happened to be around a United States holiday. don't remember which united states holiday but it would be one where we tend to start feeling pretty patriotic and at this religious experience toward the end of the worship service not a not a secondary thing not an extra thing but we just opened up in worship music listened to some type of a preacher closed in worship music and then we sang some patriotic song
1: god to, bless america it was something
0: like that and so here we are in this setting and um it was I'll illustrate how how really awkward it was. This is a mostly white setting and here are my friends from another country who are not white and all of a sudden at the end of this service they all stand up to let's say God bless America because they're proud, they're excited and we'll stand up next to you. You know like they're they're ready to go. Well, my friends aren't American. So they don't stand because they're not they're they're loving their opportunity in the United States. They they respect the United States, they enjoy all the opportunity, but they're not Americans, they didn't stand. Well, then they start getting awkward looks. Why aren't you st- why wouldn't you stand? They didn't realize that they weren't American citizens because to look at somebody you don't know if they're American or not. And so like it became this incredibly awkward yeah. exclusive experience instead of a wonderful illustration of how the church is certainly greater than any one nationality and it it really burned an interesting uh, distaste in my mouth that about combining what we're talking about right now, our, our letting our nationality inform our faith.
1: Yeah, and and, it, and this is what's fascinating. There, there's some of us, uh, some uh, some of you guys listening right now are watching, and you, your blood pressure just went through the roof. <laughs> um, And and to be honest with you, I'm wired like you a little bit. Like like my blood pressure goes to the roof, right? When you start talking about uh, politics and social issues and all those kind of things, I have I have strong opinions and feelings about it. Mm -hmm. So when when we say things like this, it feels unpatriotic, and it feels ungrateful. Mm -hmm. And for many people who are listening to this, it would feel like liberal. Sure. Right. It would feel like somebody's attacking the greatness of our country and is ungrateful for what God's done here. I would challenge you guys a little bit and say, if that's immediately where your heart and mind went, I would double click on that. Mm -hmm. I would double click on that. Because what I have said and what Joe just said is biblical. It's not unpatriotic, right? And so the fact that those two things are so mixed in our culture is is something that we should double click on in our hearts, because um, I, I told uh, the guys in my Bible study the other day. I said, "Listen, you're being you're being discipled in." patriotism and an Americanism, and it's usually in like a conservative political brand of that. If you're listening to three hours of Sean and three hours of Rush and three hours of Ben Shapiro, or flip it to three hours of Rachel Maddow, three hours of uh, uh, Cuomo, like you're being discipled, right? And when Jesus is getting... You know, if I'm on time and you came every week, 35 minutes <laughs> a week. Right. Right? So what, hap- what's hap- what happens in that is our Americanism, our American citizenship... By the way, if I was Brazilian or Chinese or Russian or Iranian, I would need to say all these same things. Yep. Our earthly citizenship is informing our heavenly one. That's why... Both sides of the political aisle will throw a verse out to make their point. Yep. Because they're literally reading the Bible from the perspective of their citizenship, right? That's why people with uh, a political agenda or even a socio uh, a social agenda will try to use the Bible. I, I just saw something recently a curriculum and there were, and some and the people told me they said, Well, it's biblically based. I'm like, I where? Like I, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but what are you what are you seeing? Well, right there. I'm like, well that there's two biblical references and they're both super out of context. Uh-huh. Right? Because the earthly side is informing the heavenly side. Right? Now that's a temptation for me. Uh-huh. That's a temptation for everybody. I'm really not trying to be preachy, and I'm really, I am not unpatriotic. I'm, mm-hmm. I am fairly patriotic. I am super grateful, uh-huh. right? I'm super grateful for men and women who serve, for sacrifices that have been made. We are still the freest uh, uh, country on planet Earth, and I don't want to live anywhere else. I'm grateful that I got to be born here but I have been reborn. Uh So my heavenly citizenship is to inform my earthly experience, including my earthly citizenship. And that shift is a very, very big one, right? Uh, I had somebody ask me, they said, uh, what if, because I've said before even on this podcast, like, l- l- we should not spiritualize pol- political issues or politicize spiritual issues. So somebody asked me the other day, they said, what if it's a spiritual issue and the people are just wrong? And I said, they they basically said, do we- are we passive? I said, no. They said, do we argue with them? And I said this, because this is a biblical perspective. I said, when the argument starts to cost you the relationship, stop the argument. Yeah. Right? That's in all things. Yep. Because I'm an ambassador. Ambassadors don't argue. They present the truth of their sovereign. And if you're arguing with your neighbor over abortion or uh, gay rights or gay marriage or whatever, international monetary policy, if you're arguing with your neighbor over that, I guarantee you they already know what you think. Uh Mm-hmm right so the argument is a argument it's not an exchange it's not a conversation it's not a persuasion and the issue is their soul the issue is not their vote right right now jesus would do that all the time jesus would look and say let he who has ears let him hear like i said it you know where i stand i'm moving on i'm not arguing with you Right? The only people that he really, really laid into were self-righteous spiritual people who were obscure, uh, obscuring the heart of God to uh-huh. the people around them. Right, uh, Render under Caesar's, what is Caesar's? What's he saying there? He's saying, yeah, Caesar is under me. I am God. I, I am the powerful one. There is certain authority I grant Caesar. As long as Caesar functions in that authority, it's his if he wants taxes, pay him taxes. Who cares, right? Caesar moves out from under their God-given authority, abortion, life, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that's another conversation. Now I yield. Now my heavenly citizenship dictates my earthly GPS coordinates, uh-huh. right? And I, I just think this is huge, right? It's huge. By the way, you know we got uh, the election coming up next week. Uh, depends on when you listen to this. The election is next Tuesday. If you're listening to it later, maybe it happened already. But uh, the election's coming up next week. The Bible is very specific that God sets up kings and God tears them down. Uh-huh. Right? Now, I think we should participate. Sure. But the outcome is the sovereignty of God. Uh-huh. So when when I flip out on either side of the aisle, when uh-huh. I flip out that my guy didn't get elected, I'm actually pushing against the will of God, (laughs) Yeah. right? Now, that doesn't mean that I support all the agenda. It doesn't mean that I don't push against it. It, The moral issues, I should absolutely stand on the side of the Lord. The freedom issues, have your opinion, vote Mm -hmm. one way or another. I, I mean, that's totally up to you. The relational issues, is really what I'm called to preserve and to go after. So it's love the Lord your God, for your heart, soul, mind, strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. There's no voting. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. When, when, And when the Lord sets up that authority, it's not even, like, just in case a listener misunderstands what that is, it doesn't mean that God is behind everything that leader will do. That's right. What it means is is that God is willing to redeem and work through however that leader is going to lead.
1: Yeah, when you look at the the Old Testament, most of the Old Testament, most of it, is the people of God being in exile and being under persecution. Mm Mm-hmm. Most of it. Yep. Was God in control then? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, most of the New Testament, uh, uh, let me back off that word, a lot of the New Testament is written to the persecuted church, the people of God. Yep. D- James specifically is written to the 12 tribes scattered right. because of persecution. Yep. So, so that you're absolutely right. It's not that God's like, yeah, I wanted that guy to— do that in a moral thing, it's not what he, that's not the point, is that God's way and God's sovereignty is beyond me, and it's that is not my call. Uh-huh. My call is godliness within me, and a citizen of heaven thinks like that, regardless of circumstances. We count it pure joy. We're blessed if we're persecuted, on and on and on and on and, on and go. That an American citizenship, you don't tell me what to do, I'm an individual, I have rights, and I'll fight you back. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The the heavenly citizenship is not passive, it's just higher. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do to me. Sure. I don't care what trials you throw me in the fiery furnace, throw me in the lions den. What do I care? Right. I got stuff to do. Right? And I can because it's relationship oriented, I can I'll just lead the inmates to Jesus. Sure, right. That's what I'll do. Yep. I'm not It's it's a very different mindset. It is, to, it is to inform or to define the earthly side of things. I
0: think that the word you just used, in, in a lot of ways, is our action step from here. It's mindset. Yeah. It's um, how can we not fall into—I'm going to paraphrase a famous passage, Romans 12, to like, we don't any longer conform to what our world is thinking. Our world would have us elevate our nationality and our politic above everything else, and from there— where God is asking us to renew our minds, to think of him more highly, to put our our trust and our heart and our thinking under his authority so that then we can see what God wants us to do, whether it's in the prisons, whether it's in the exact same house we live in right now, whether it's under uh, a liberal or a conservative leadership, it doesn't matter because God's will is to redeem other folks through our, our service. On a consistent basis so it's a mindset thing is what we really need to pursue i think as of today
1: the the it is and and we would call that a kingdom mindset Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so god says in the scripture i will build my church another way to kind of say that is i will build my kingdom the building process is a fascinating one you know we're we're looking at this uh this eventual addition here on the bath campus through the all in all out the first thing we're gonna do is tear down part of our building yep so when when you you don't know we don't know what all of that process is and we can look and say, well, God, we move backwards. And God's like, well, you're not the general contractor. I, <laughs> I, I know why I just knocked that over. Yep. God, that was a pristine lawn, and now it's dug up and muddy. Yeah, I understand what I'm, right? And the kingdom mindset, we trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We lean not on our own understanding. In all of our ways, we acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. And he directs our path. The kingdom citizenship informs the earthly one. Yeah,
0: so good. And and I, whether whatever you're listening to this before or after the election, I just want to encourage you, uh, kind of with this worldview, right? To to do what Jeff just said. Go after that mindset of Christ. But I think especially if you are listening to this before the election, like spend that time in prayer that, um, your attitude, that your heart, that your mindset is aligned first with Christ and allow that to inform everything else that follows Mm -hmm. after. Thanks for jumping on board with us today. We're, we're so excited that you continue to engage this resource. Thank you, Jeff, for sharing with us. We're excited that we can continue to connect to these types of mindsets as we move forward and try to navigate all the mixed messages of the day. We Like Jeff said earlier, we have some questions submitted. We're excited to get to those here in the coming weeks. If you have questions, whether it's about politics or, of course, anything else, you can submit those at bath.gracechurches.org slash messages and we'll get to those as soon as we can. And, of course, if you want to take next steps, if you need help navigating your faith, your mindset, uh, feel free to reach out to us through our social media uh, ways or through our connection card on our website. You can always join us on the weekend, whether online or in person, uh, we'd love to have you do that. Thank you so much for jumping in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. See you guys next time.